Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back again to Police Pod Talk. Guys, this is going to be a special episode. It may go into two, but we'll see what happens. I am in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I have four guests with me, four people at one time, and they're all in the education field. And uh, this is going to be a great conversation we've been waiting to have for some time. And I've got with me, who is also in the education field, I'm going to start out with Bridget to my left. Bridget, you can say hey to the people out there. Hi. Okay, and I've got Chris just next to Bridget here. Chris, let them know you're here. Hello, everyone. And we got another educator, uh, Austin. Hey, good to see you. And we also got Mike to my right. Mike, how are you going to say hey? Hello, all. All right, we got all four of these people here. They're in the education field, and we are going to be discussing a topic that has been coming up in the news and has been coming up a lot here lately. This new bill coming into the state house will require teachers who carry guns in school to go through training before they can carry a gun. They want these teachers to go through training who carry a gun. So we got these four teachers here, and we kind of want to hear what they have to say, what their thoughts are, and we'll see what's going to happen. Whoever wants to fire, go ahead and fire away. (laughs) No pun intended. Whoever (laughs) wants to talk, go ahead and talk right away. Well, um, after hearing um, about this topic, I have, well, we don't even know who's talking. You got to introduce yourself. Oh, <laughs> sorry. This is uh, Chris. Um, okay. I work at a public school district on, right. just on the outside of Indianapolis, okay. Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've worked in education, I will say, now for a good eight to nine years at this point. Right. Um, and I've had the opportunity to witness some um, incredible things as well as some pretty terrifying things in my the years of my experience, mm-hmm. um, paying attention to the news, um, witnessing some of the tragedies that have occurred, um, you know, to school districts. So, I think that this referendum or this um, idea of teachers carrying weapons, it could be a good idea. I, I really do believe that. So, now, you said something like you witnessed a lot of things. Give mm-hmm. me give me an example. So some of the some of the um, tragedies that we've seen. Um, the uh, Connecticut shooting, um, the shooting that recently took place um, in the Nobleville schools mm-hmm. um, where children were slain um, at the hands of a armed individual. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of those things. Those are two of the school shootings that come to my mind um, as far as the amount of my experience while I've been in school, those have happened in the time that I've worked in right. education. Now, what about in the school that you may have been in? Um, the school that I've been in, I've had an opportunity uh, to actually be in a building before um, where there was an individual, um, whether he was armed or not, I I couldn't tell because at that time I didn't work closely with administration. Um, and this individual was in our building and he had refused to leave. He had uh, bypassed um, the front desk and the security and he was walking through the building. Right. So um, the protocol now for a lot of school districts is schools go on a lockdown. Okay. And during that time, if you aren't familiar with a, what a lockdown looks like, um, the lights are turned off in the room. 
Um, the teachers are asked to take the kids to a certain place and they're asked to cover up the windows. Um, well, I can honestly say during that time period of standing in that room um, with other people's children, mm -hmm. um, at that point in time, you know, if you work in education, I think we all would agree they're your children at that time, uh, whether you birthed them or not. Mm -hmm. That was one of the most terrifying things that you could think of because right. the last thing that you would want would be a child or someone's child um, to be harmed or maybe even killed at the hands of somebody and you not have any um, resources or kind of protection at your disposal at that time. So mm -hmm. that that's one of the things that comes to mind for me. I've actually sat in a room and had to wait out um, that lockout period. Right. So Right. Uh, someone else want to chime in? You're sitting there like... My name is Austin. So I've been in education. This is my 10th year now. And um, I work in a, a small charter school on the south side. Prior to that, I worked in a really big school district. So I've kind of seen all the aspects of education in the city. Um, I have been on a lockdown situation, and I do feel the same way Chris does. But as far as teachers carrying weapons, I, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. And a lot of my point is the same thing that you said. Those kids are our children while they're in the building with us, and we care about them like they're our own. And the idea that um, I would possibly have to use deadly force on someone else's child, I don't think I could bring myself to do that. So well, let me ask you something, Lawson. You me. said you were in a lockdown situation, mm -hmm. and it was terrifying to you. It was. You didn't have a gun. Did not. But would you have a problem with someone else who is a teacher who may have had a gun during that time? See, the, the tricky thing is there it depends on the teacher. So there's, I can name two teachers that I'm not going to name right now, but um, I can think of two people that I've worked with in the last 10 years that I would say, if this teacher had a weapon, I would feel safer. Right. And both of them were ex-military trained people mm -hmm. who have been in situations where I know they would not panic, they would not shoot the wrong person, and they wouldn't shoot if it wasn't necessary. That's, be, that's because you knew them. I you knew, knew them. them. And see, you don't know all the teachers personally, do you? No, you can't say that. All right. No. I'm just so. But if you were in that lockdown situation, you mm -hmm. were a little nervous. You were worried about the kids. And there was another teacher next door to you that you mm -hmm. didn't know as well who may have been carrying a gun. Would you have been OK with that? Oh, not at all. Not at all. Because you don't know them or are you just because they seem weird so, to you? So I don't, I don't know them, <laughs> even if I didn't know them. So the two teachers I'm thinking of are teachers who I either worked with a long time, coached with. I've seen them in panic situations, not overreact. I can name more than two teachers that I mm -hmm. wish never touched a weapon in their entire life. <laughs> okay. So if it was one of those two people and I knew that they were trained, have experience being in panic situations, right. they would make me feel more comfortable. Do you have uh, security guards at your school? At my school now, we have a uh, Indianapolis police officer that works in our. Do building. you know that officer? I do. You know him personally. I do. Have you ever seen him in a stressful situation? I have not. So how do you know he can handle that gun any well, any it, more than the it's teacher? An, it's an assumption because he's ah, been a cop for thirty I years. Got you. I okay. assume that he would know exactly. Was, what to do. Okay. All right. Now I've seen him in situations in our building, like breaking up a fight or something. Right. And he doesn't pull his gun or his taser. Okay. He he just breaks up the fight like the rest of us. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just kind of asking, because you, know, you said, you know. No, I would trust him with the gun. Uh, Bridget, sure. Bridget's got her hand up. Go ahead. This is Bridget. I think what you said is a good point. I agree with Austin. I can't imagine any teachers, like zero, that I would feel comfortable, like, having a gun. I've worked exclusively at um, in inner city schools, mm -hmm. where most of the students are black and brown, and... I've been in a lot of lockdown situations. Um, 
that I still felt comfortable with knowing that there was a school officer rather than a teacher. Um, And even knowing that like the relationships I had with different school officers, because it's been multiple schools, I, I feel like even people that are trained, I don't feel comfortable with that have guns all the way. Are you uncomfortable with the fact that they have a gun? Are you uncomfortable because you don't know them? Probably a little bit of both. Okay. But, I mean, them having a gun is better, I would say, than a teacher having a gun. (laughs) But um, there's obviously, there's proof that people who have been trained to have guns still can shoot innocent people. Okay. So during a lockdown, you both, almost all three of you so far, because we haven't heard from Mm -hmm. Mike yet, but three of you have said you've been involved in lockdowns. You have been more so than anyone, right? It sounds like yes. Okay, I don't. I don't know how many lockdowns everybody's but been. But during in. that lockdown, during that fear that you may be feeling while you're locked down, don't you wish somebody did have a gun to maybe help during that time? Be it you know them or you don't know them, wouldn't you be feel good if somebody did have a gun? He's trying to bait you into it. I, honestly, <laughs> the answer is still no. Uh, yes, okay. yes, we, yes, if they're wearing a badge. We go on lockdowns, I feel like, for any old situation. We could be on okay. lockdown because there was a bank that was robbed a block away. Okay. And I, like, in my heart of hearts, feel like we're still safe. Like, we're doing this just as a precaution. Okay. All right. So the, the lockdowns are kind of different, though. You may have a lockdown if there's mm-hmm. a, an intruder in the school. You may have a lockdown if the situation happen outside of the school, mm-hmm. off, of, off of campus somewhere, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Mike, Mike, you've been sitting there kind of. Yeah, just taking it all in. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've been in education. This is Mike. I've been in education for, uh, I think, about 12 years now mm-hmm. uh, at the college level, high school level, and now the middle school level. Um, been in lockdown situations three times uh, and me personally I don't feel comfortable with teachers having firearms I just believe there's too many factors um, the first major one I was a part of um, I want to say it was in 2006 five or six officer Davis at Butler University was was killed but he was killed with his own gun hmm. because someone wrestled away from him and so him being trained okay and having the gun wrestled away from him those additional factors if the, the gun is in a school with a teacher concerns me okay. and then from a personal standpoint you know i went to my school yesterday completely unregulated but i knew i was unregulated so i was able to not take that out on my kids i know too many teachers that come in unregulated hmm. and they are what i consider over the top with their kids because of personal things outside the building okay and so having a firearm not that they would use it on them, but the fact that it's there, something additional could happen, even by accident. I would rather a teacher not have a firearm in school, especially when I have two officers in school full time. So the teacher goes through this training, they're trained in it, you still wouldn't feel comfortable with that person having a firearm? No. What if there's a teacher you didn't even know had a firearm? Do you think there's probably somebody right now with a, something around their ankle and that you have no clue? I think so, but I also, and and this is being fully transparent, in the schools that, I, that I've worked in, there may be firearms in the school, but it's mm-hmm. for the kids to get from home to school and from school to home. I don't worry about a firearm being fired in our school. 
Now, yeah. if I'm at a if I'm at a school outside of what we call the belt, predominantly white schools, that's where most, if not all, of these things have happened. Really? Okay. Right. You're telling well, me something I don't know. And, all right. And, and my my thinking is is this: um, I, I, to speak to Mike's point, um, you know, Mike had had stated, you know, there have been days where I've went in, and I didn't feel like I was being regulated. My disagreement with that part of it is how many of our police officers, how many of our mm-hmm. FBI agents, how many of our armed individuals who are in society may go to work and they're just not regulated that day. And we still put trust and place our trust. We'll walk right past them in the, 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 the grocery store. We'll see them out on the streets or wherever we run into them or have contact with them, and we trust the fact that this individual is regulated. When we all know for a fact that those individuals have, like you said, they have taken lives of innocent people. Mm -hmm. So I I think my thinking is um, when we introduce the training, I definitely think that districts need to be careful and they need to screen the individuals that they do train to carry weapons. Um, however, a district can employ a security, an armed security guard for every single hallway in these buildings. Mm. That's the dangerous part. Well, we have a, you, you spoke, you have, you mentioned one Austin, mm. um, Indianapolis police officer. Well, that's one. How big is that building? So our school is small. We have, we have 420 kids, seventh okay. through 12th grade. So where he sits at his post, he can see down our two main hallways, okay. and he could get to our third floor in 20 seconds. Yeah, I mean, and th- and that's great, mm-hmm. but if he's taken up, yep. if, some, if some communication doesn't go well, now we've placed a classroom of maybe 30 kids mm-hmm. at the risk of some maniac that's running through the school with a gun. Whereas to you might have an individual dedicated to each hallway that in the event that, and God forbid any of this happens um, at any of our schools, but where an individual could actually harm children in that classroom, you've actually put something in place to say, okay, well, if everything doesn't go right, then we have somebody within this area that can protect the kids. I mean, I, I, I don't see that as a bad thing. But like I said, I do think we need to vet these people. I think that we need to train these people well. Um, no, I am not for you just handing every single teacher a gun, but I am for the teachers who've gone through a training. Um, I'm definitely for that. Well, it sounds to me like, uh, Bridget, correct me if I'm wrong, you just don't like guns to begin with. I don't. And especially guns around kids. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a gun person. You're not a gun um, person. But I, I'm not, I don't, people that are gun people, I'm okay with it. It's just personally not for me. Okay. Um, I've been with gun people. I'm with a, a gun person now, and there's multiple guns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've gone back and forth. If, should he get me a gun? Should I have a gun? Mm-hmm. And he says, if you cannot handle the thought of possibly taking somebody's life, right. you don't need a gun. Okay. Good. Just take, you know, Good. you have pepper spray, you have mace. Right. I, right. I think that's the, the big point I agree with. Um, I always assume I could do anything to protect my family and the students in my building. But what if one of the threats is a student in my building? 
could I actually take out someone that I care about? It's no different than if one of your own children is the threat in your house. Could you really take them out? I don't think so. And if that's if that's the answer, I don't think I could harm one of my students, then I don't need a weapon. Otherwise, not only is it a wasted thing in my building, um, it's going to be used either against me or someone else is going to get it. And then it's going to be a false sense of safety for everyone around me if they think, oh, Austin's trained. He's got a gun. He knows what to do, and then I can't react. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's a so perspective. yeah, you're. It sounds to me like you're dead set against teachers carrying guns. I am. Well, I think another part of what you were saying too is some of the teachers you don't trust. It sounds like you have a trust issue with some of the people it, because it's not of the that way I, they it's behave. It's not that I think they're vindictive. Like no, no, no. Going to say, hey, you're tardy. Bang, bang. You're right, right. But <laughs> I'm not afraid of that. You don't think that there's some teachers who are mentally capable of be carrying a gun or should be carrying a gun for the simple fact that. Most teachers come to work in a building because they love the children and handing them a weapon saying you might have to use this against one of these children. I don't think I don't think it would be used. I don't think they would want it. And that would put a whole different relationship aspect between them and the kids in their classroom. Okay, Um, but what you're seeing more of you're, you're not seeing too many kids in the school doing the shooting you're seeing right. someone coming in who may have used to be a student or an upset uh parent or used mm-hmm. to work there mm-hmm. so that's what you're seeing a little bit more of you yourself would not get a license you would not take this course you would not carry a gun you would not but would you stop a policeman from working in that school oh no i, w- I would invite an okay. extra officer or okay two. you invite the officer. Mm-hmm. but what about a teacher who says hey i've taken a course I'm a, I'm a gun nut. I love guns. I love rolling on the ground, coming up on one knee and firing at I'm people. I'm sure they do, and I'm okay. not okay with that. You're not okay with that. <laughs> but, but prior to that, at the very beginning of this, you said, mm-hmm. I trust these ex-military people that you work with. Yeah, because so I know, you're letting some, but you won't let them all. Here, here's the difference for me with a person who's ex-military or a person who is a police officer. Uh-huh. They have been more than once in a high-stress situation where they had to shoot or had to choose not to shoot to make the best decision for the best outcome. Okay. A trained teacher is going to go through a class learning how to shoot mm-hmm. accurately. They're never going to get put into a high-stress situation where they have to choose life or death for me or them until it actually happens and at that point what are they going to do and i don't want them to find that out in a school with kids in the hallway choosing does this child die or even if it's an intruder do i take out an intruder in front of these children or not oh okay i worked at a school system um Mm -hmm. where a part of the training um for intruders or or Mm -hmm. code reds or lockdowns or any of that they surprised the teachers by coming in and firing off four blanks in the room. Wait, wait, let me make sure I understand I, that. <laughs> they did this without telling the teachers. They did this without telling the teachers. And they surprised, okay. Yeah. All right. You know what? This, I'm going to let you finish, but my mind is already gone on something. <laughs> this is not real. This is, no, this is 100% real. Wow. Uh, plenty of people who could vouch for that. They were there. Um, and for the, I mean, for the rest of the day, I cried for the rest of the day to myself and you know like because that's everybody's worst fear and worst nightmare and I couldn't imagine if I had a even if I was armed in that situation or somebody I trusted was armed in that situation like how could they possibly have made this situation there's no way they could have made me feel safe so was there any learning that took place after that no it was just trauma I mean, they, they still got up and talked, but I... You probably didn't remember. hear a word they said. I didn't retain anything. 
And this was okay. Did anybody talk to the principal or whoever who put this, this on? This was a, an entire, like, district, if you will. And they did this. Um, they did do this. And this was not the first year they've done it. And oh I think that was the last year, though, because <laughs> then somebody in the crowd, you know, threatened to sue. Yeah, I could I could see that. Oh my goodness! Well, that, they stopped. That, that, that one school district was it last year? They had teachers getting shot with rubber bullets or something as oh, part yes. of a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but th- did they know this was going to happen to them? I, I don't know. Either <laughs> way, rubber bullet hits me. I, I quit. <laughs> so it's interesting you say that because we've had co-red lockdown training in our school for our kids and, and knowing how to do it. And I always have a conversation with my kids after. And ironically, my homeroom is right over the bus depot on the second floor. And the kids are, I'm going to jump out the window, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I'm right. like, no, fellas and <laughs> ladies, the best thing to do is follow the protocol. Go, if you guys notice, this year the doors do not open from the outside without a key. Okay. And we're required to close our doors once the bell rings and our doors stay closed unless someone has to go to the bathroom just as a extra step of right. safety so people can't get in and out of the rooms. Well, Mike, you said something earlier that you had no problem. You think there's probably more guns in your school that you don't know about. Yes. Okay, and you feel safe with that. I wouldn't say safe. I feel it's a reality. Okay, and it's something you won't go look for or try to change? I mean, that requires me to look into every locker and every backpack. And that's just not your job. (laughs) We do have metal detection days um, on... The kids don't know about them, mm-hmm. and they're checked as the walkers and car riders are checked at one door, and they randomly pick buses of which ones they check, and it's probably twice a month. And I don't remember, and then you may have said, the size of your school, how many students? Uh, we have approximately, uh, with both schools, about 600, and we're climbing. Wow. And do you have security or police officers? We have two police officers, and I would say when we've had to call additional police, it takes about two to three minutes at most. Okay, so that's not bad. That's about average uh, response. Now, anybody can chime up on this. Do you guys practice uh, active shooters or any kind of situation like that in your schools? Is that something you practice? Go first. No. Um, as far as our school district is concerned, we do not practice an active shooter. Um, we just have a protocol for when there's a lockdown. Um, that protocol is the same as if there was an active shooter, if you know there was a robbery or something in a local business. It's just the same across the board for us. So we we did it in my last school district. It was about once a quarter. And it was just a code red drill. Whatever the incident was, we'd lock our doors, turn out the lights, and hide in the corner for 30 seconds. And then, like Mike said, have a conversation with your kids afterwards. I would just tell my kids, look, if we go on a lockdown for real, text your parents and say I'm okay. Um, so, or, or we run out the side door and sprint go ahead, to Wendy's. Yeah. You know, you it probably <laughs> just came to my mind that it might be different from my experiences than yours, is that I've always consistently worked in primary level Grades like mm-hmm. I don't work with middle schoolers. I don't right. work with high schoolers. I kindergarten first, second most of the time, and I want to protect those kids just as much as you do. But the I think them and guns scares me more than yeah. older students with guns or around guns. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're just far too innocent and young 
for me to even think, don't worry, I got this gun here, guys. We're going to be safe because of this gun. Or the person next door has this gun. Mm -hmm. I just want to keep it innocent and childlike as much as I can. Hmm. Yeah, I get you. So we actually do active shooter once a quarter or so, man-made once a quarter, a similar fire drills, earthquake. But there was one where it was uh, the man-made was a bomb, hmm. and we were required to tell the kids, give me your cell phone, do not touch it. Because if there was a bomb in the building, if someone hit a button, who knows what could happen. Right, right. So we are preparing for almost every situation that you can think of any event, any emergency happens like that. And, and Mike, do you feel comfortable in your school? And you feel like things are safe, good? Yes, I don't worry about being in my school. And you don't have a problem with the officers walking around with guns? I do not. So my next question, do you have a problem with uh, a teacher across the hall with a gun? Like Austin, it depends on the teacher. No, don't, don't, not like Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, in that, I'm in that same line. It's, um, like Bridget, I'm not a gun person, but I don't have an issue with people that carry guns. Okay. If you enjoy it, more power to you. Um, just my experiences growing up, I'd rather them not be around me. Um, from a non-military police standpoint, um, from a as far as another teacher's concern, even if they did have that military background, I still would not be comfortable with a teacher in a classroom mm -hmm. with a firearm. Okay. And, and, it, and listening, it sounds like, Chris, you're, you're the one that kind of is leaning more towards, hey, it doesn't bother me one bit. Not one bit. Um, I believe that arming uh, professionals in the building would, from a, a student standpoint, would be a deterrent. I think to the community, it will serve as a deterrent that <clears throat> we're not just going to kind of just sit in here like, you know, we're in some kind of punching bag. We're mm -hmm. not just going to be... We're not just going to throw our hands up and let you hit us. We're going to be able to protect ourselves right. or at least deter you long enough mm -hmm. to get um, armed forces here to protect the students that are here in this building. Okay. So I, I agree with that. We do feel like sitting ducks. Yeah. But I feel like handing a weapon to another teacher, mm -hmm. that's, that's another thing teachers have to think about and judge because every day they're looking at every student. How can I help this kid? How can I help that kid? How can I make sure this kid's okay? Then they also have to think, how can I make sure I kill this person but not this one? That's, that's a whole other level of thinking that shouldn't be involved in a teacher's decision-making process. Mm -hmm. The other thing um, about this, there are schools that use pepper spray to break up fights, not ours thankfully, but when a big fight breaks out, especially in a high school setting, mm -hmm. the, the police will come in, pepper spray the hallway, other teachers close their doors, put a towel under the door, and that's how they disperse fights. Those schools have kids who are constantly on edge. They're walking in the halls, if a fight breaks out, they're getting pepper sprayed on their way to biology class. The schools like that are very tense. You add weapons into the same situation, now the kids are tense. If a fight breaks out, bullets could fly, a teacher could fire at somebody, Whereas in our school, because they know there's no pepper spray, we have a police officer with a gun who's not gonna pull it. When fights break out, other kids help break up fights. Kids are compassionate towards each other because they know they can be safely, they can safely be calmed down. There's not a threat of, if this happens, we're all gonna suffer. And I feel the same thing would happen if they knew there were seven guns in the school. 
well, kids it, would be on edge. Do you really think that they would be saying, hey, this teacher has a gun, that teacher, or would it be something oh, okay. that would be kept as, quiet? As a, as a parent, I would want to know, which teachers in here are trained and who's carrying a weapon? Is my child's teacher carrying a gun in that classroom? I want to know. But see, I think that leads to something else, that mm-hmm. working in the environment that I work in, 98% of my kids come in school unregulated, dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. Adding a firearm into the building, I believe, is just one more thing that they'd have to worry about. Mm-hmm. At, and we're unable to truly educate them because we, we start school at 720. Mm-hmm. We probably spent our first half an hour just trying to get their brains calmed down. Right. And they just woke up an hour ago. Right, mm-hmm. right. So let me ask you just an open question here. Do you feel that your school is doing everything they can to keep the kids in the building safe and keep people from coming from the outside in is that happening yes 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 <clears throat> most definitely and I, I would speak to that point because of like um mike already mentioned um districts now are, are going to a locked door policy i remember when i first started in education um you could go by the the biggest thing was don't lock any doors people should be able to come in the classroom at any time an administrator without interrupting the class without having to have the teacher stop or jingle the keys mm-hmm. to interrupt the um, the education for the students. I saw that now where we've moved at is you have seen locked down policies. You've seen the school buildings now that are actually taking the precautions that don't actually allow students in the building until they've went through a door. And then once they've gotten into the building to speak with the secretary, there's now another door, a security door that they have to go to before they can get in the building. Okay, and but, then the parameter is locked. But does all, all your schools have that? You're all in different yeah, schools. That's something yes. that almost no, every oh, wait, school wait, No, no, Bridget's Bridget, shaking her head, no. You're talking about metal detectors. No, 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 and, um, like a, a mm. foyer. When you come into yeah. a building, you yes. can come in one door mm but you have to be either unlocked or let into another door to come into the school. Um, yes. And then every exterior door is locked and kids are told you don't let anybody in. So anybody can come into that foyer and say hey to the secretary, but they can't get into the main school unless they come through another door. Okay, so as teachers, do oh, go ahead, Bridge, you got your hand. No, I was, I was picturing all of our exits and entrances, mm-hmm. so he's right, we have that. Okay. Have you guys been shown, do you know where the security area, security office, have you seen the cameras? Have you seen if a door comes open, is someone alerted to that? Like, I mean, in a corner of a building off the, near the woods, there's a door propped open. Do you know that exists? Are you just assuming you have that? Assuming 100%. Yeah, we, <laughs> okay. don't have a, we don't have an alarm on every single perimeter door. Okay, so you I, wouldn't know I've if seen the door the camera was room. I, But I know where all the cameras are in the mm-hmm. building and okay. all the doors are being watched. Okay, so you feel pretty safe mm-hmm. since you have seen all of that. I, I've talked to a woman who's, who studied this. I guess she wrote a, a doctorate, mm-hmm. PhD paper on it. <laughs> and she said she would go around schools, I think in Bloomington, mm-hmm. and all the schools said all of our doors are locked from the outside. Right. Or from the inside, and she said less than half. She could go around and jiggle on a door and get her way into more than half of the schools. Right. So I assume all of our doors are locked, but that's just me on the inside hoping, I guess. Right. So then when I ask about do you do these drills and things like that, and you, somebody said sometimes no, mm-hmm. and half the time, you, so you're really not sure. We, we actually have security um, officers in our building that actually every period, they have to make their rounds and hit the the little buzzer or whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. um, to make sure that they actually check to make <clears throat> sure that every single door is locked right. every single period because, you know, you do have children, especially at the high school level who will 
decide to take a half a day. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and you know if is if you you watch kids at home, they leave doors open all the time, so those students have that opportunity. So it's mm-hmm. actually protocol for us. Me having to be a member of our crisis team because I work in the office area, um, and that's not a burden that our district puts on teachers to make sure that they're locked down and they're secure, but as a member of the crisis team, I have to know what the protocol is for our security team. Mm-hmm. I have to know that this is where we go, and and if we need to check something on the camera, I know who we can contact. I know all of those things, so I can definitely say in my building, I know for a fact that we take the precautions, and our district takes the precautions to make sure that everybody is safe all day. I think that's something we could do better at, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, one thing that scares me is um, our high school kids order food. So DoorDash people are showing up, and I don't know what door they come to. So we've told them, don't order food. You can't do that. But, <laughs> oh, don't order food. We'll no, put a stop to it. Go right. eat in the cafeteria, get your lunch, and go sit down somewhere get food later. And how well is that working for you? It's actually pretty good because the DoorDash people, they know it's a school. I need to come to the front office and check in. Okay. And then we take their food. Oh, so, so they were going to another door to bring the food yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. All right. So well, go ahead. Go ahead. I have a question. You go right ahead. I wonder if you have this data. How many teachers are actually interested, like, in being that teacher that has a gun? That's a good question. Because I I don't know. I can't imagine it's very many. I asked around. I got one yes, and I got a whole bunch of no's. And sitting here at the table, we have, out of the four of you, have one that's leaning towards it's okay. Chris, would you carry a gun if they had training for you? I already am armed. Um, I do have my my license to carry, and I would have no problem with it. But so you have your license to carry a weapon, just in general public, but not yes. in a school building. I don't take it in the school building because it is a part of our policy hmm. that we don't get to carry in the building. But okay. if I could carry within the school building, I will most definitely carry within the building. Just like strap an AK on your back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever they would give me, I would. <laughs> I'd take a six shooter, whatever. I, I, oh I goodness. would. I don't have a problem carrying because, like I said, I, I know myself. I know um, that. With training, of course, um, that would put me in a better position to protect someone's child or deter some individual who's in the building trying to hurt not just you know one family but multiple families at a time. So right. that's the only reason that I would feel comfortable carrying it within the building. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I get it. Okay, well that's a good answer. We well all said. we all want our kids and our staff members to be safe. But I think there's a lot of tension between who's the one enforcing that safety. I feel yes. way more comfortable with a trained police officer who's been through high-stress situations, who knows when to shoot, when not to shoot, and how other ways to resolve a situation. Because like Bridget said, even trained police officers sometimes shoot the wrong person at the wrong time. Why would a teacher who's focused on hitting standards and getting kids to pass mm-hmm. tests and worrying about a kid who had a rough night because their parents had a, a bad day yesterday mm-hmm. – why, why put that stress on the teachers, too? Because that's the climate, I think, of our environment now. Um, with the introduction of these school shootings, you have to take that into consideration now. I don't think that you can... I don't think any of us, after you know we watched what happened in Sandy Hook, can sit here and honestly say that um, that situation would have played out the way that it did if you didn't have an educator or more than one educator who had a a firearm to protect those kids in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that we're, 
I don't think as educators working in, you know, in the public, I don't think we get that um, that gift anymore of saying, hey, you know what? It's not going to happen to us right. because it could happen at any of our buildings. So right. I, I, I think that you, you can't dismiss it and say that, hey, I'm just a teacher. Well, teachers now are also victims of these shootings. Children are still being victims and schools are still being victimized by these shootings. So we, we can't say that when we when we get the job as an educator that that's not something there because this is a reality that we all have to deal with now. Okay, what about this reality? Mm-hmm. What, what if in a high school a kid is 18, uh-huh. can they get certified to carry their weapon in the classroom too? That's a good question. Because that was That's the a issue. Good even when we were in college, not too long. Well, I guess that was a long time ago. <laughs> even when we were in college, that was the issue of a college campus is a public place. Why can't college students carry in the classrooms? I think it's a matter of of age thing too. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Um, how many 18 year old police officers are running around right now? Oh, you got mostly over in uh, Germany. Yeah, they can start at 16. Okay. Yeah, but here in the states, don't you have to be twenty one to go 21. to the academy? Yeah, so I think I, so. <laughs> I think that twenty one year old. Are you surprised that I happen to know that little bit of information? <laughs> I am very surprised that you just <laughs> grab that grab that piece of information. I, shocked you went you went there before we got here, but all right. Um, I I would definitely say that an eighteen year old. I would be a little bit more skeptical um, of an eighteen year old walking around with a gun opposed to an adult teacher walking around. What is adult though? Because I have a 22 year old teacher in my building. Yeah, that's a baby. I mean, yeah. they're yeah. the same age as some of our kids. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 21 is when they start you as a policeman. Yeah. And even then, I started at 21, and I didn't even really know what I was doing. And they have to teach you, be it uh, if you're going into the army, and they've really figured this out in World War One. They have to teach you to kill. People just don't kill people. You have to be taught to kill people. And that's a hard thing to do. And like you've been saying, Austin, can I shoot a student? No. I couldn't. Some people can't do it. And that's why they have the video games. And it's becoming more rampant now that, more apparent, sorry, that kids are learning to kill kids from video games. That's the only way they're learning to kill. That's the only reason that's happening. So, because what was it during World War One? The training was shooting circle targets. So shoot now. The so when they went to war, they couldn't yeah. shoot actual humans. Right. So then targets got changed to be silhouettes of people. Right. Now it's virtual, where you're shooting an actual person, watching them die. So people are a little more desensitized to do it. Still, could I shoot a student? I don't think so. No matter how the the baddest kids I can think of that I've seen. Wow. I mean, I mean, they're actually sit around thinking about shooting your students. No, 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 no. I don't. And that's the thing. The the worst situations I've seen with students that got on my last nerve. I don't know. I don't know if I could hurt them. I've had to put kids in holds, pull kids off of other kids in fights. But could I harm that child? I don't think so. Okay. Well, we know now. I'm up a little check mark by you, Austin. That you just n- are not carrying a gun <laughs> because that's just not in you. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no a kid can get these hands if they have to. But <laughs> I'll protect the other kids in the classroom. But to take a life, well, okay, mm-hmm. I understand. That, that'd be really hard for me. Well, now Chris, Chris said something, <clears throat> and I want you all just to, don't answer right away, but you can answer when you want. If you're involved in a situation in your school, I mean, seriously, think about this. Shots are being fired. I don't care if a kid is stabbing, actively stabbing with a knife. 
and you happen to see a gun laying right there. It came from a teacher who had it. Would you be able to pick it up to protect your kids? And this person is actively shooting. I think you know where I stand out yeah, on yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, so I'm going to let everybody else chime in on this. Chris would pick that gun up with his <laughs> other gun, gun and fire both of them. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I could. You're not sure. Um, even every conversation I have with the kids, I I'm going to do everything possible to protect you guys. I'm going to I'm going to put you behind me. But as far as actually firing a firearm at someone and killing them, I don't believe I can do that. Have you ever fired a gun? No. Okay, so that's just nothing you've never even had. Well, see, you, folks, you can't see Mike. He's about like 6'8", 250, <laughs> bench pressing all of us. I mean, I will stand behind him, too, with my gun. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just not in you to do. No. Okay. Well, Bridget, you, come on now. Um, I have fired a gun before, and it was nice to wield such power, but it was also like, do, am I okay to wield such power? Because I don't need this much power in my hands. Like... I don't need this. This could be a bad thing. Like that was fun, but I don't think this is necessary. If when I picture this situation, mm-hmm. I picture my young students. I picture them all behind me. And I don't picture leaving them. But if someone came through that door, maybe just some warning shots like just to scare them off. Mm-hmm. Possibly, but who knows if a warning shot might hit them if it might not i okay, I'm, I'm gonna push you a little know. bit here those warning shots they <coughs> keep coming this person keeps coming in the room okay and you got you fired two of them you know you got a couple more left you know three mm-hmm. or four more left um when i did fire that gun i didn't you know like hit my target anywhere near close at all just <laughs> fyi so i could try but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're not sure. If it would be beneficial at all. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm completely out of bullets and I don't piss this person off more, I'm assuming. And all mm-hmm. I can do now is throw the gun and pray. Yeah. 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 I think for me, if I had to make the decision, I couldn't do it. But if it was reactionary, someone came in the door with a weapon and I had one, I could react to protect my students. But I couldn't make the actual choice to say, I'm going to take this person out. Now, in a real situation, would we have the time to make the choice? Probably not. Mm-hmm. If I hear someone coming down the hall and they're firing, firing shots and I have a weapon, whoever comes in that door is getting shot. But it's not because I'm choosing to take a life. It's because I'm choosing that the 28 kids in that room are more important than whatever's coming in that door. Mm-hmm. And I would have to shoot before I saw right. who it was. Because it, no matter who it is, that's a person. Well, that, that's like I said before, you have to be taught. To do yeah. that. And I fired a gun, but never at a person. I, right. I have not been trained to kill. I've been trained to teach mathematics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good I, can, I can kill the numbers. That's about it. So with this new law coming out, or whether they're going to allow teachers who want to carry a gun in school, but they have to go through training. What I'm hearing at this table, three of you just will not be bothered with that. One of you would probably pick up the training. Right. Most definitely. Okay. I think I would I would pick up the training, but I wouldn't want to carry. Okay. So, all right. Well, that that's fine. What am I missing, guys? Come on. There's more going through your heads right now. Because I mean, this this is going to happen. I think there's a bigger question. Go right ahead. But um, the question of how many teachers were for this, or what teachers were asked, mm-hmm. 
who's making this decision to allow teachers to carry firearms? It is individuals sitting in a state house that are not put in a position to make this decision. But but in that sense, I mean, then we, we say that same thing about our police officers. Who's making the decisions to arm them? You see what I mean? So I, I think it's one of those things that you could always, like, war with that question. Um, but the truth of the matter is, when that person comes in the building and if they're firing um, and you're hearing shots, I know this. If I'm not a person who gets to go through the training and I'm not armed, I'm going to feel a whole lot better knowing that we've got somebody in the building that's armed in my hallway then I'm going to worry about who decided to pick this person to be armed. Mm-hmm. I guess my push on that is is it's one for to protect and serve public safety as opposed to being an educator. Mm-hmm. And now we have individuals that do not live the life, especially with dealing with kids that come in a building with trauma every single day. That's a good point. Saying you teachers need to have a gun to protect these kids. That's a good point. And they don't, and they go from their home to a state house back to their home. Yeah. Well, and, <clears throat> and a lot of the situations we've seen in the news where police are shooting unarmed people, it's often a kid who has a learning disability or mm-hmm. has some kind of situation where the police aren't accustomed to dealing with. We deal with kids on a daily basis who struggle to communicate, mm-hmm. struggle to calm themselves down in a high stress situation. Why would you introduce guns into that situation? Okay. I mean, Chris, you've been hit by kids. Multiple. And <laughs> multiple kids. You've been hit. I mean, yeah. Both of you multiple guys. Kids. Multiple times. Yeah, but but in, in that space of when you do deal with someone who's being irrational, I mean, the thing is, is I've always maintained my calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, is it, like I said, you, you can't say that everybody's going to react the same in every situation but i can say that like you said we have a lot more experience i feel like i have a lot more experience working with the mentally ill or someone with a disability than police officers do so with that experience that i have that that just for me, it produces caution when I'm dealing with those individuals mm-hmm. more so than I am quick to react. Okay, but what would be in a better? way that would be threatening for that? For student. my, for me, what would be better? Arming you? According to Merriam-Webster, English language. <laughs> my bad. Hold on, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Google always listening. What yeah. would be better, arming you or letting you ride along with the police? Because think about this, for both of you guys, you've dealt with kids who have emotional disabilities, emotional disorders, Mm -hmm. and they've lashed out, they've hit you. Part of that is because they feel safe. Mm -hmm. They know if Mm -hmm. I hit you, you're not going to hurt me. You're going to support me. You stay calm and you calm them down. If now you have a gun on your hip, do they feel safe enough to say, when I lose it, I know if I hit him, He's not going to hurt me. Well, I think the biggest thing is is that this can't be something that's advertised to the students. I, for, for the parents' sake of when they say, hey, I need to know if my kid is in a class with a teacher who has a gun, I think that you can, you can produce that information to parents because, I mean, of course, parents are the reasons why schools ex- exist. They pay their taxes, so they, they pay us, so they do have the right to that information. Yeah. I don't think that it's common knowledge, though, in the school 
which teachers are armed. I don't think that you win anything by letting every kid know exactly where the guns are. Wait, wait a minute. Do you seriously think mm-hmm. if you're going to tell the parents, the parents ain't going to tell the kids? Anything that's it's going to get back to them kids fat, and as they start texting each other, next thing you know, every kid in that school is going to know. So, I mean, once it's out, it's out. This is true. This is, this is, this, this is definitely true. Um, you would hope that the parents care. <laughs> Just stop. You need. To, you're not gonna win that one. You on your own. You would hope that the parents err on the side of maturity. No. However, that is definitely not something um, that occurs. So yeah, I mean that that information is going to get out there. Um, but like I said, I don't think that you make it. A thing of where this teacher walks around with a gun on their hip. Okay. I, I don't think you do. But that then anymore. that starts a whole other problem. I saw one school, they have a gun that's in a safe that you got to put in a code to get. By then, the shooting's over. I mean, think about the teacher up in Noblesville who intervened to save the kids' lives. He just had to dive out and react. Basketball. If he, had to, he had a basketball. Okay, but if he had to run to another room, <laughs> punch in a code, grab a gun, everybody's gone. So. It would have to be that the teacher carries it with them. And then that's the mindset shift. If I'm in a classroom and I'm focused on teaching and helping children, I can't also be focused on protecting. So for me, I'd want to step back and just be that teacher that roams the halls with a gun or two, always in the mindset of safety. Because th- there's two different things. Police okay, officers yeah. who are walking a street. Walking wait, down wait, the street. wait. You're yeah. describing a policeman then. Exactly. Which is why I'm okay with putting a armed police officer in a, in a school. You don't want to be the teacher roaming the halls. You want the policeman roaming okay, the Okay, change my title. <laughs> officer no. principal. That's my title. Okay, folks. We could beat this up all day, but I, I think I got a pretty good sense of how everyone's feeling, and I hope our listeners can understand, too. I truly believe that if you guys did your own poll amongst your teachers, and, and give me a yes or no on this, you would find that there's probably more teachers not wanting to participate. Mm-hmm. That's Is true. that what you think? Most definitely. Yes. yes. Okay. And then I'm going to throw this one out. I'm, this is a little bit of a stretch. And if you knew who the teachers were participating, you would probably say no to half of them. <laughs> Three quarters, ninety percent, ninety-five percent, because you okay, right? <laughs> because you know them, right? And anyone who's willing to say yes, I'll carry a gun around children. Okay, I'm one of those people. Yes, I will carry a gun. That's I do I, carry a gun around my own children. That's so yes. why I don't invite you to my house. Folks, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we got to start wrapping this up. All right, I'd like to thank Chris for being here today. Chris, we really appreciate you being here. Thank you. This was nice. All right, Bridget, we really appreciate you being here also and uh, giving your two cents. We thank appreciate that. Thank you for that. having me. Mike, Mike, it's good to see you. It's kind of scary, but uh, folks, I'm <laughs> telling you, <laughs> football written all over him. Okay. Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> being in Austin, we appreciate you and your two cents also. No problem. I played football too once. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and, you and Chris, Mike and Chris, I'm telling you, you guys, you don't need a gun. <laughs> you guys. But, hey, folks, uh, if you have any questions or comments maybe you want me to address later on on a Police Pod Talk, go ahead and email us at policepodtalk at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at Police Pod Talk. You can also catch us on Cleveland Junior on Facebook. Just friend us, and we'll friend you back, and you can hear and see a lot of things that are going on. Again, thanks a lot for these educators giving their two cents on how they feel about uh, teachers carrying guns around children. You send us an email. You decide what you think, and after you hear them, Make up your mind. Any of you teachers out there who feel another way, go ahead and email me also. Once again, thanks for everyone being here, and we'll catch you next time on Police Pod Talk.